Dragon Ball Book 2, where we last left our heroes. Legend has it that when the seven mystical orbs called Dragon Balls are brought together, the Dragon Shenlong will appear and grant one wish. The balls are scattered all over the world, and Bulma and Goku decide to team up and search for them. Their quest takes them to the home of Master Roshi, an old martial arts master who has a way with turtles. He also happens to have a Dragon Ball, which he gives to Bulma and Goku. Now our heroes have four of the seven balls. Their search continues. Chapter 1 Goku and Bulma traveled far into the lands of the West. They had long since left Master Roshi and his turtle friend. They were hot on the trail of the next Dragon Ball. This was the farthest Goku had ever been from his little hut in the forest. He zoomed along on Kitoun, the flying cloud Master Roshi had given him. Bulma tried to keep up on her motorcycle. I'll make better time on your cloud, Bulma said. Let me on. Can't, said Goku. Remember, the turtle guy said you've got to be pure of heart to ride it. Are you saying I'm not pure of heart? Well, Goku said thoughtfully, you can try it if you want. Bulma flung her whole body onto the cloud and splat, her whole body fell straight through and landed on the ground hard. Told you so, Goku laughed. Oh, shut up, Bulma fumed, climbing back on her motorcycle. After three days of traveling, it seemed to Goku that they were no closer to their destination than they were when they started. Are we there yet? he asked. Almost, Bulma said, looking at the location of the glowing ball on her dragon radar. It's close enough to taste. Before long, the two came to a village. This place is a ghost town, said Bulma, looking around. There's no one here. Goku buzzed through the quiet streets on his cloud. There's all kinds of people here, he said. I can feel them. You're nuts, said Bulma. The only thing here is that Dragon Ball. Goku jumped off his cloud and knocked loudly on the nearest door. Hello, he called. I know you're in there. Why won't you answer? There was no reply. No one peeked through the window. No one came to the door. Goku tried the doorknob, but it wouldn't budge. It's locked, Bulma said. Oh, yeah. Wham! Goku slammed his fist right through the door. The doorknob fell to the ground. It's open now, he said. Let's go in. You're not afraid of much, are you? Bulma asked, giving Goku a sideways glance. But Goku was already inside. Chapter 2 Hiya! came a cry from the darkness. Before Goku knew what was happening, an axe blade came crashing down on his head. The axe shattered, blade and all. Ow, 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 Goku yelled. What was that about? It, it didn't work, stammered the man with the axe. A look of horror crossed his face. Forgive me, he said, dropping to his knees. I'll give you everything I have, all my money, my house, and my food. Just please, Lord Oolong, please spare my daughter. Oolong, Goku said, still smarting. Who are you calling Oolong? You're not Oolong, the man asked. Goku shook his head. You're... 
you're not Oolong, laughed the man. He's not Oolong, he cried, dashing from house to house. He's not Oolong. At this, people opened their doors and poured into the street. Cries of, he's not Oolong, echoed through the village. Who's Oolong, Goku asked. Must be pretty scary, Bulma said. Everybody in this village was hiding from him. The man with the axe turned to Goku. Sorry about before, he chuckled nervously. I just figured Oolong had turned himself into a boy. I'm Sherman, by the way. Goku, Goku said, shaking Sherman's hand. And this is Bulma. If you hit me with that axe, I'd be dead right now, Bulma snapped. Lucky I didn't, eh? Sherman chuckled. So who is this Oolong guy? Goku asked again. A horrible demon, Sherman replied. A vile shapeshifter. No one has ever seen what he really looks like. Yesterday he came to our village in the form of a giant with horns and terrible fangs. His eyes fell on my daughter. He said I was cute, Sherman's daughter squeaked. That's a bad thing, Bulma asked. It is when the demon plans to take her away and marry her, Sherman said. He'll be here at noon. I don't want to marry a monster, cried his daughter. Oolong has already kidnapped other girls, Sherman continued. There's nothing we can do to stop him. You can't just beat him up, Goku asked. Are you kidding, Sherman cried. He's huge. Suddenly, Bulma cracked a crafty grin. She dug through her bag and pulled out a dragon ball. Has anyone ever seen one of these? She asked the villagers, a hint of mischief in her voice. Yes, shouted an elderly woman. I think I've got one just like it. Bingo, Bulma cried. The old lady dug into the folds of her apron. A long time ago, my granny picked it up somewhere. Here, she whipped out a crystal ball with six tiny glowing stars inside. Ryu Shinchu, Bulma breathed, the six-star ball. Ma'am, if you're going to give me that ball, I'll take care of this oolong guy for you. Well, it's a lovely offer, dear, the old lady said, giving Bulma the once-over. But do you really think you can handle the shape-shifting demon? Oh, I'm not going to fight the monster, Bulma said. He is, and pointed at Goku. You mean I get to beat him up, Goku grinned? But, Sherman said, even if this remarkable boy can, er, beat him up, we still don't know where Oolong's lair is. We won't be able to save the other girls. Lucky for you, I'm having one of my brilliant ideas, Bulma smiled. She turned to Sherman's daughter. Can I borrow some of your clothes? Ten minutes later, Goku was dressed like a girl. Let me get this straight, Sherman said. Goku's going to pretend to be my daughter, and when Oolong comes... But Sherman didn't have time to finish. It was already noon. Shoom! The ground trembled. Shoom! Shoom! He's coming, yelled a villager. Oolong is coming! Chapter 3 Everybody hide, Bulma shouted. Just leave this to us, she turned to Goku. Okay, kid, I'm counting on you. Hey, what happened to us, Goku said. I came up with the idea, didn't I? What more do you want from me? Now just stick to the plan and you'll be fine. 
And with that, Bulma zipped inside Sherman's house and slammed the door. Goku stood alone in the empty village. Behind him, shoom, 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 the demon approached. Ah, there's my sweet bride, Oolong boomed. Come say hello to your groom. Goku didn't move. Don't be afraid, the demon cooed. I'm really just a big sweetheart. You can't judge a demon by his looks, you know. Here. Goku heard a loud poof and turned just enough to take a peek. Instead of a demon, he saw an extremely handsome man, all dressed up for a wedding. Perhaps this look is more to your liking, Oolong chuckled. Hey there, sang a voice from nowhere. Oolong whipped around and saw Bulma smiling at him. Who, who are you? the demon roared. I'm Bulma, and you must be Oolong. I've heard so much about you. What are you doing here, hissed Goku? This isn't the plan. Plans change, kid, Bulma hissed back. This guy's gorgeous. At the sound of Goku's voice, Oolong bent down to get a better look at him. Hey, the demon growled, you're not the girl I saw yesterday. In fact, Oolong looked closer. You're not a girl at all. Shoot, Goku said. Oops, Bulma giggled. Bye-bye, and she zoomed back inside. Suddenly, the extremely handsome man wasn't so handsome anymore. His eyes became blank slits. His teeth grew long and sharp. You, he howled at Goku, how dare you try to deceive the great and powerful Oolong. Now you shall see my true rage and my true power. Poof, the demon turned into an enormous snorting fox. Cool, said Goku, what else can you turn into? Back inside the house, Sherman had a few choice words for Bulma. If we had more time, I could really learn to hate you, he said. But seeing that we're all going to die if we don't do something quickly, we have two problems to discuss. One, you just completely destroyed your own plan. I couldn't help it, Bulma said. Every time I see a cute guy, I lose my head. It's a real problem. And two, my daughter is still in danger. Luckily, you can solve both problems. I can? How? By taking my daughter's place as Oolong's bride. You think I'm going to waste all this beauty on an ox? Bulma cried. Fat chance. She opened the door and hollered. Plan B, kid. Crush the demon and make him take us to those kidnapped girls. All right, Goku said, flinging off the dress. That's more like it. You, laughed Oolong, <laughs> you're going to crush me? That's a good one. Stop fooling around and send out the girl I saw yesterday. Send her out or prepare to die. Oh yeah, Goku said, and he stuck his tongue out at the beast. No one mocks me, roared Oolong. I'm the great and powerful Oolong. I'm stronger than strong. Show me already, Goku said. All this talking is putting me to sleep. Do you want to die, Oolong roared with one hand. I can. Suddenly, the demon's voice trailed off. He was looking at something over Goku's head, his face filled with fear. No, it can't be. Goku turned to see what had startled Oolong, but all he saw was a clock tower. 
When he turned back, the ox was running away at full speed. Time out, the demon cried. Time out. No timeouts, Goku shouted, chasing him. But Oolong ducked down the side street and disappeared. Chapter 4 Goku looked up and down the street, but there was no sign of Oolong. In fact, there was no sign of anyone but a little pig leaning against a fence. Hey pig, did you see a big ox run by? Goku asked. He went that away, that, said the pig, pointing down the road that disappeared far into the woods. Man, that's one fast cow, Goku said, and ran in the direction the pig had pointed. A short time later, Goku came back to the village. No luck, huh? asked the pig, a sly smile on his face. I don't get it, said Goku. Maybe he turned into a bird and flew away. Hey, everybody, Goku called to the villagers. The big chicken must have flown the coop. Oh, yeah, called a metallic voice from over Goku's shoulder. Goku turned and there stood a colossal robot. You dream that the mighty Oolong would flee, boomed the robot. I just had to go destroy another village, that's all. Goku looked at the giant bowl Oolong carried in one hand and the chopsticks he held in the other. Is it time for lunch, he asked. Yes, laughed the demon, and you're the main course. I will dip you in this boiling soup and eat you like a noodle. Listen, Goku said, are you going to fight or do you just want to play dress up? Angrily, Oolong tightened his grip on the soup bowl without thinking. Bloop! He dipped his thumb into the boiling hot soup. Yow, my thumb! Goku laughed. How dare you laugh at me, Oolong roared. Now you shall feel the yipe! Oolong grabbed the back of his head in pain. He turned and saw a small boy with a slingshot. I hit a demon, Mama, the boy grinned as his mother pulled him away. Oolong glared at the woman and laughed as she ran away crying. That'll teach her, he growled. Hey, tell me something, Goku said, watching. Are you really just a puny weakling? What? Oolong yelled. No, no, that's ridiculous. I'm the strongest thing in the world. So how come you never actually want to fight? What about you, Shorty? Let's see what you can do. Well, Goku said, my grandpa taught me Kung Fu. Oh yeah, Oolong said, grabbing a brick off the ground and setting it in front of Goku. Can you break a brick with your bare hands? Sure, Goku said. Can you break three bricks with your bare hands? Oolong asked, grabbing two more bricks and piling them up. I can do it with one finger, Goku said. Watch. And with the tap of one finger, he shattered all three bricks. Oolong stared at the broken bricks for a long time, then poof, he changed again into a giant bat. What the? said Goku as he watched Oolong fly away at top speed. See ya, Oolong yelled as he disappeared into the sky. Chapter 5 don't just stand there. Go after him, Bulma screamed, rushing from Sherman's house. We've got to find his lair and rescue those kidnapped girls. Oh, right, Goku said. Kintoon. 
His magic cloud whooshed down from the sky. Goku jumped on and zoomed into the air. Much faster than any demonic bat could ever hope to fly. Arr! Oogulong grumbled, thinking about what just happened. How embarrassing. I'll never be able to terrorize that village again. Yoo-hoo! Oolong whipped around. Thought you could get away, huh? Goku chuckled. Poof! Oolong turned himself into a living missile. The missile was much faster than the bat. In fact, for a few seconds it seemed to be even faster than Goku's flying cloud. But all of a sudden, poof! The missile turned into a pig. The same little pig Goku had seen earlier. Ah, squealed the pig as he plummeted to the ground. So, said Goku, grabbing Oolong in the nick of time, you're the terrible Oolong? Yes, yes, squealed the pig. I can only transform for five minutes at a time. Now my time is up. It sure is, said Goku. Don't hurt me, Oolong cried. I'll do anything you want. Good. First you're going to apologize to everybody you've been scaring in the village, Goku said, and then you're going to lead us to those kidnapped girls. When they got back to town, Oolong did apologize. He looked so pathetic that the villagers couldn't stay mad at him. Somehow, I thought the real Oolong would be fiercer, said Sherman. Indeed, said the old lady with the dragon ball. We were so scared of his looks, we never even considered fighting back. Goku tied Oolong up and made him take them to his lair. If you turn into an ant and try to escape, Goku said as they walked, I'll squish you. Curses, thought Oolong. Can he read my mind too? When they came to Oolong's lair, they found the kidnapped girls safe and sound. In fact, they were enjoying themselves quite a bit. Some were crashed out in front of Oolong's TV. Others were reading his comic books. Still, others were battling it out on his game console. Sure beats farming, one of them said. It's terrible, Oolong whined, looking around. Every time I see a pretty girl, I can't resist turning into a monster and scaring her into coming away with me. But as soon as I turn back into a pig, the girls just laugh. And when they see all my stuff, they just won't leave. So why do you keep kidnapping them, Bulma asked. I'm lonely, Oolong wailed. I just want to find someone who won't laugh at me. A shrewd look came to Bulma's eyes. I'm getting another brilliant idea, she said. I can make sure that none of these girls ever laughs at you again. You can? Oolong asked eagerly. That night the villagers took over Oolong's lair, turning it into a place for the kids in the village to hang out. Everyone agreed that Oolong was the most generous demon who ever lived, and vowed never to laugh at him again. Where was Oolong during his moment of triumph? Cruising away from the village in a motorboat, Bulma steered and Goku sat beside her, still holding the rope tied around Oolong's waist. Rats, the pig grumbled. Bulma tried not to laugh. Chapter 6 The boat putt-putt-putted along the river, flowed out of the forest and into a vast desert. Only two dragon balls to go, cheered Bulma. I'm going to have all seven way before I thought. 
That's great, Goku said. But why do we have to bring Oolong? That transforming trick of his may come in handy on our quest, Bulma said. No way, Oolong yelled from the back seat. I don't do quests. Bulma gave him her sweetest smile. But I really, really like heroic guys. Oolong sighed. Will I ever be able to say no to a girl? So, where are we going on this quest? According to my radar, Bulma said, the next Dragon Ball should be near Frypan Mountain. Frypan Mountain? shrieked Oolong. You've heard of it? That's the home of Gai Mao, the terrible Ox King. Oh, is that all? Goku can handle an old Ox King. Do I get to fight him? asked Goku eagerly. Count me out, Oolong helped, and poof, he turned into a fish and dove for the river. Goku caught him just in time. You are a chicken, he said. Try that again and we're having fish for dinner, Bulma said. And chicken, Goku laughed. Fine, said Oolong, going back to his picky self. But don't blame me when the Ox King has us for dinner. Eat this and shut up, Bulma said, handing him a piece of candy. A crummy candy, Oolong grumbled. This is supposed to keep me happy. Where's mine? Goku asked. Sorry, Bulma said. None for you. Oolong snorted in laughter. Ha! She likes me best. Goku didn't answer. In fact, he wasn't even listening. Hey, he said. How come the boat stopped talking? What do you mean it stopped? Oh, Bulma gasped. The engine died. It's out of gas. Oolong, can you turn into a can of gas? Yeah, right, Oolong said, rolling his eyes. Well, we'll have to get ashore, Bulma said. Turn into an oar. Oolong sighed, but did as he was told. Goku grabbed him and rowed the boat to shore. Once they were on dry land, Bulma dug in her bag. She dug more frantically. My hoi poi capsules, they're gone. I must have dropped them in the river. She wheeled on Oolong. A fish, she yelled. You've got to turn into a fish and find my capsules. The river goes for miles, Oolong said. I'll never find them. But without the hoi poi capsules, we don't have any transportation, Bulma wailed. What's wrong with walking, Goku asked. Easy for you to say, Mr. Flying Cloud, Bulma snapped. Why don't you make Oolong turn into a motorcycle? Of course, Bulma cried. Oolong, hey, where is he? He ran away again, Goku said. I'll go look for him. No need, Bulma said. I have this entirely under control. She took a deep breath and whistled. What are you doing, Goku asked. Behind some nearby rocks, Oolong was sneaking away. He heard Bulma whistle. Oh, sure, he thought, like I'm going to come running like a dog when she whistles. He heard her whistle again. This time his stomach made a swishy, glorping sound. A third whistle. Now his stomach began to hurt. And something else. Oolong's eyes grew wide. Oh no, he cried. No, no, no. He ran back to Bulma holding his stomach and other parts. We trots, he hissed. How could you? No more whistling. I promise, I won't run away again. You're gonna do everything I say, Bulma grinned wickedly. 
Yes, ma'am, came Oolong's humbled reply. Whoa, said Goku, what's going on? It's that candy I gave him, Bulma replied. All I have to do is whistle, and he, ahem, comes running. Oh, Goku laughed. Let me try. Don't you dare, Oolong cried. All right, enough, Bulma said. Now about that bike. Poof, Oolong turned into a motorcycle. Unfortunately, when Bulma sat on him, he collapsed. You're too heavy, he said. You're too weak, Bulma snapped back. They argued like that until it became clear that they were better off doing what Goku had suggested in the first place. And so they walked. Chapter 7 All day they hiked through the desert. Goku even hiked with them, just to keep Bulma from complaining about his flying cloud. Finally, Bulma had enough. I'm hungry, she wept. I'm hungry, and I'm tired, and I need a nap, but I can't sleep without a bed. A second later, she was snoring in the shade of a desert rock. We should rest too, said Oolong. On a high rock, a little cat studied Goku and Oolong through a telescope. With a chuckle, he darted down from his perch and into a cave that was furnished with all the comforts of home. There, a handsome warrior was having lunch. Lord Yamcha called the cat. I've spotted some prey. Good job, Poir, Yamcha replied. This will be our first catch in a long while. Moments later, Yamcha was perched on the rock, looking through the telescope. A boy and a pig, he said. They don't look like they'd be carrying much cash. But they might have some hoi poi capsules, Puar reminded. Indeed, said Yamcha. Prepare the jet squirrel. Meanwhile, Goku was too hungry to rest. I'm going to look for some food, he said to Oolong. Do you like pork? Do I look like I like pork, the little pig yelled. Before Goku could reply, he heard something rumbling in the distance. Yamcha and Poir roared toward them on a jet-powered sled. Greetings, Yamcha said, bringing the vehicle to a halt. Who are you, Goku asked. I don't think I want to know, Oolong mumbled. I'm the king hyena in the land of scavengers, kid. Name's Yamcha. And this, he pointed to the cat, is Poir. Now, if you want to live, kindly hand over your valuables. Puar, Oolong asked. Crybaby Puar? Oolong, Puar gasped. You know him, asked Yamcha. He used to pick on me in shapeshifter school, cried Puar. Such a bully. Haven't changed much, have you, Goku said. Well, it's not my place to judge, Yamcha said, sliding a huge sword from its scabbard, only to take everything you've got. Listen, Cha-Cha, or whatever your name is, Oolong sneered. If you think we're giving you anything, you're dumber than you look. Then turning to Goku, he said, get him. Why should I fight him, asked Goku. Let me guess, Yamcha said to Goku, you're the smart one. Then he sliced the air with his sword. Goku leapt and somersaulted over the blade. He whipped his staff from his back and slammed it down toward Yamcha's head. The wind whistled with the speed of Goku's attack. 
but Yamcha blocked the blow. Grow, staff, grow, Goku cried, and his staff extended to slam into Yamcha's stomach, forcing the warrior to his knees. boy, Goku, Oolong cheered. I know of only one staff that lengthens on command, Yamcha panted. The legendary Niobe. Where did you get it, boy? My grandpa gave it to me, Goku said. And what was your grandfather's name? Son Gohan, Goku replied. Gohan, Ulan gasped. Even I've heard of him. Yamcha nodded. Son Gohan was a martial arts master. And if you're his grandson... Yamcha struck a fighting stance. It's been far too long since I've had a real fight, he growled. Prepare to face the fist of the wolf fang. Then can we eat, Goku asked. With a mighty roar, Yamcha struck. He moved so quickly his hands and feet blurred. He struck again and again, too swiftly for Goku to fight back. With one final two-fisted blow, Yamcha sent Goku flying into a pillar of rock. Oolong and Yamcha and Fuar waited. Goku lay absolutely still among the stones. Chapter 8 Yamcha slowly turned to Oolong. He stared into the pig's eyes. That was great, little Lord Yamcha, Oolong stammered. Sure, glad I'm on your side. Yamcha took one step toward the pig and raised his sword. I'll be a great member of your team, Oolong squealed. I can change shape. Oh yeah, I can change shape, the pig realized. I can change shape. Poof! He turned into a fly and zoomed off laughing. Poof! Puar turned into a giant fly swatter and knocked Oolong to the ground. What gives, Oolong said as he turned into the pig. We went to school together. Exactly, Puar laughed as he turned back into a cat. Fun's over, Yamcha said, holding out his hand. Give me your money and your capsules. Oolong pulled out his one capsule. As Yamcha reached for it, he heard a voice behind him. I'm still hungry. Hitting me didn't help. Lord Yamcha, cried Puar. He's alive, he's alive. Goku stood, brushing the dust off his body. It was hard to tell he'd been in a fight. Still hungry, Yamcha sneered. How about another helping of Fist of Wolf Fang? How would you like some fists of Rochambeau, Goku replied. Rock, he cried, and with his fist he blocked Yamcha's attack. Scissors, he yelled and jabbed Yamcha's eyes with two fingers. Paper, he cried, and with his fingers spread wide, he slammed Yamcha into the air. Yamcha snarled at Goku as he began another furious charge. Bulma woke. Hey, she cried, could you guys keep it down so a girl can sleep? Yamcha froze. He turned his head toward the voice. His eyes grew wide and he blushed. p p he stammered. Lord Yamcha? Time for a strategic retreat. On trembling legs, Yamcha ran to his jet squirrel and started the engine. Puar jumped on just in time to whoosh away. Bulma stared after them. Who is that guy, he gasped. Did you get his number? He was gorgeous. Then she noticed the capsule in Oolong's hand. 
the capsule that Yamcha had almost stolen. You have a hoi poi capsule and you didn't tell me. It's for emergencies, Oolong said, and Bulma snatched it, threw it, and boom, it became a house on wheels. Bulma, being strapped without a bed or a shower, she snapped, is an emergency. As Bulma, Goku, and Oolong settled in for the night, Yamcha sat trembling in his cave. I didn't know there was a g g girl with him, he said. Lord Yamcha, Puar said, I'd wish you get this problem looked into. It's not normal. But the warrior sputtered, g -g girls are just so scary. Chapter 9 After Bulma had gone to sleep, Goku and Oolong sat up talking. So, what are you two traveling around for anyway, Oolong asked. We're looking for these, Goku pulled out Su Sinchin, his four-star Dragon Ball, and showed it to Oolong. There's seven of these out there, and together me and Bulma have five. If you have them all, a dragon comes to make any wish come true. You're pulling my leg, Oolong said. It's true, Goku said. I'm gonna see a real dragon. You mean, you're just in this for the monster? Uh-huh, and I get to fight and see different places, and... There was a noise outside. Oolong scrambled to the window to take a look. He didn't see anything, but he was worried. Cha-Cha and Puar could be lurking out there somewhere, he whispered. It's okay, said Goku. Now that I've eaten, no one can beat me. As it turned out, Puar and Yamcha were lurking outside. They had planned to steal Oolong's capsule, but now Yamcha had a better idea. Did you hear that? The warrior whispered. With those Dragon Balls, I can wish for anything. What would you wish for, Lord Yamcha? Puar whispered back. Endless wealth, supreme power. I'd wish to never be afraid of girls again, but I can steal all the riches I want, and I'm already the most powerful warrior around. But freaking out every time I see a girl has got to stop. Especially since... He clenched his fist. More than anything in the world, I want to get married. Puar opened his mouth but couldn't speak. Forget the capsule, Yamcha whispered. We're stealing the Dragon Balls. Chapter 10 Good morning, Oolong, Goku called when he woke up. What's so good about it, Oolong snapped. I haven't slept all night. Why not? Goku asked. Because I've been up watching for Cha-Cha, that's why. Just then, Bulma came down the stairs. Hey, Oolong, did you clean my clothes, she yawned. Oh, right, said the pig, like I had nothing else to do. What do you mean, nothing else to do, she snapped. My clothes are filthy and I can't spend the whole day in these pajamas. Oolong stood guard all night, Goku said, looking out for that guy we met yesterday. You mean that hot guy with the cat, Bulma asked. If he comes back, show him in, Bulma beamed. Oolong glared at her. Well, she said, ignoring the look, if you aren't going to clean my clothes, at least you can loan me something to wear. The only thing I've got in this wagon is a costume left over from Halloween, said Oolong. It's in a trunk upstairs. 
Halloween costume, Bulma asked. What does a shapeshifter need with a Halloween costume? Sometimes I'm lazy, quipped the pig. Bulma ran upstairs to look in the trunk. A few minutes later, she came dressed down like a rabbit, floppy ears, fluffy tail and all. She glared at Oolong. What can I say, he shrugged. I like bunnies. Just then, boom, an explosion rocked the motorhome, blowing off a tire and knocking Bulma out cold. Goku jumped from the wreckage and saw Yamcha and Poir a little ways away. Far enough that Yamcha wouldn't risk seeing Bulma up close, but close enough for him to shoot at them again if he wanted to. What do you want? Goku demanded. The Dragon Balls, Yamcha said, or prepare for another blast. How does he know about the Dragon Balls? Oolong squealed. Goku did not waste a second. He ran straight at Yamcha yelling, We're not giving you anything. No, 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 Oolong called after him. It's not worth it. You're going to get us killed. Yamcha grinned. Silly boy, do you really think you can beat me? I nearly crushed you yesterday. Yesterday I was hungry, said Goku. Today I've had breakfast. Goku blocked Yamcha's punch, spun through the air, and wham, gave the warrior a powerful kick to the head. Yamcha crumpled to the ground. You, he spat. Come get some more, Goku challenged. Lord Yamcha, Puar cried, flying to his master's side. Are you all, ah, your tooth. What? Yamcha gasped. Poof. Poir turned into a mirror. My tooth, Yamcha cried, looking at his reflection. He glared at Goku. You vile little. This isn't over. And with that, he and Poir got into their car and left. Whoa, kid, said Oolong, coming out of hiding. You're amazing. Thanks, Goku said. But I wonder why they took off. Who cares, Oolong said. Let's just get out of here before they come back. Of course, it would be easier if our ride weren't wrecked. Guess we'll just have to walk, said Goku. He heaved the still unconscious Bulma onto his back, and he and Oolong set off across the desert. They hadn't gone far when Yamcha and Poir returned, but this time Yamcha was strangely friendly. Hey guys, he called. Look, I hope there's no hard feelings. He turned to Goku. You're quite a fighter, kid. Please take this Hoi Poi capsule as a token of my admiration. Yamcha tossed the capsule and pow. It, it's a car, cried Oolong. Okay then, said Yamcha as he zoomed away. See you later. Wow, said Goku. I guess he's a good guy after all. Oolong wasn't so sure. Yeah, he said. Maybe too good to be true. Oolong was right, of course. For Yamcha had devised yet another plan. I don't know why I didn't think of this before, he said, watching the pig and the boy drive out of sight. It's foolish to steal their Dragon Balls now while they only have five. All we have to do is follow them until they've found all seven. Then we can steal them just in time to make our wish. You're a genius, Lord Yamcha, Puar said. Weird, but a genius. So, Goku, Bulma, and Oolong continued on their quest toward Frypan Mountain and the sixth Dragon Ball, and Yamcha and Puar followed close behind. <laughs>